Welcome to episode number 211, New School. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Alright, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe. That's right, folks. It's just me and Gabe on this episode, episode 211, New School. In this episode, the crew covers topics that range from virtual schooling, scheduling, learning slash teaching, the coronavirus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Alan Watts and Aristotle. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to explain express our gratitude for the continued love and support. Uh, we're around uh, four and a half years now with the podcast. Yes. And, uh, you know, you get kind of, you know, humbled, you know, from time to time. And um, it's funny, the, the situation that we have going on right now, because we've come, come such a long way that it's odd that it's just me and Gabe right now, yeah. right? And, um, you know, and, it, and a fun fact, Gabe and I made a promise to each other that mm. even if it's just me and him, we will still do the podcast. And yes. here we are, yep. uh, four and a half years later, uh, possibly five years ago is when we made that promise, but four yeah. and a half years later into the podcast, uh, we're still sticking to our words. So uh, very cool. And thank you, Gabe. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely, man. All right, so we're going to kick things off with the new school. So the situation is this, right? So obviously the coronavirus hit earlier, uh, well, later last year, and then it kind of really affected us in the beginning of uh, 2020. Yes. And 2020 has been a year that is, you know, the most bizarre, strangest things yes. I think, um, you know, we've ever encountered when it comes to, uh, I guess, how life Societal rules. Societal rules. Yeah, there's how life just is and how do you yes. interact with people and, and how you approach things and how you buy things and mm. purchase things. Just everyday living is completely different yes. in under a year. Um, and that's what makes it weird and bizarre yes. because it's such dramatic change. Um, <clears throat> so that such a, a small period, of, period time. of time. Yes, exactly. And so there's a lot of, uh, you know, changes that, you know, good and bad. Um and uh, and and this is kind of what we wanted to talk about, right? And we've always saw schooling as you know a particular thing. Um, and when I say schooling in particular, I'm thinking, you know, like grade school, elementary school, middle yeah. school, high school, that kind of thing. Um, and there's folks out there who are typically, you know, their their deal is homeschooling. And so they're just cruising right along right now. I would imagine because sure. um, not much change. That's the status <laughs> for quo. For yeah. Pretty much. Um, and so they're kind of ahead of the curve, if that's if that's what you want to look at it. Um, and then there's people who um, either send their kids away for schooling. And there's people who, kind of like myself and my wife, uh, we drop our kids off at school and we pick them up from yep. school. Um, and I have a now first grader. but So it's a lot different now, right? And mm. so we kind of just wanted to talk about the new school, but we also kind of want to reminisce on kind of how we remembered sure. schooling or what our experience was now, because it's not to say that it's 
wrong. It's just that it's different, right? Yeah, and so to us, it's just what that's not that wasn't our experience but it is now going to be our kids and our grandkids i'm assuming this has changed forever yeah um i'm not sure i don't know right now it seems like there's a lot of permanent things putting in play right now least, being put in play at least rules that are indefinitely in play. yes and so it's like all right well this is this has changed forever yeah um, which is also an odd thought, yeah. Uh, especially with the schooling system has been going the same way for so long. Yes, that yeah. it's been a huge hurdle, I guess, in terms of, of trying to acclimate not just certain grades, but like every single grade. It seems like at this point. Yeah, I, and and listen, don't get me wrong. I am one of those people who uh, you know calling for improvement and change in, sure. in in you know subject matter and what we're teaching our kids in schools and that, and that kind of thing. This is a whole other beast, though. Yeah. This is just the entire approach has changed. Um, so anyway, uh, one of the biggest things that for me I found found you know heartbreaking or wow, that's tough is when I heard you know someone had to choose between their job or schooling their child. Hmm, yeah, um, you know everyone's in different situations, yes. right? And um, every situation is going to come up. And that was just one of them. But I think that impacted me the most, just the thought of that, yeah. right? Because um, you, ha- you have couples that are married with kids. You have couples that are separated with kids. You have single parents who are, you know, taking care of that entire role. Um, y- you know, and then you, you have family members who both parents work, Yes. right? Uh, you have uh, family member or families, I should say, um, where just one person works, whether that's, you know, whoever it is, doesn't matter. So they're kind of used to someone being home. So that's fine. Yeah. Um, but there's that is not to say that that's an easy transition even for them. Sure. Um, and so, because then you're transitioning to whatever the usual house stuff, but now you're a teacher or tutor or whatever it is. I mean, you spite always helped in that regard, but now it's an all day thing. You're it's a full responsibility where before I think it was more partial responsibility. You helped Um, with the after school part. Yes, exactly. And helped to get the homework done and the studying and all that jazz. Um, and I think there's so much focus on these other things, um, that we kind of lose or we, at one point the sports and the extracurricular stuff sure. just got lost. Isn't that interesting? Right. Cause you start thinking about like, what is extra in life? And there's yeah. people with the financial crisis that was in the middle of all that. Cause there's a lot of people who lost jobs because sure. of this whole, Absolutely. Um, yeah, this pandemic. And so, you know, they, you, you start to realize what's really important. What are the core things? Sure you truly do need right boil it down to the basics of it yeah and so all of a sudden sports and all these other extracurriculars were secondary well well, and that's kind of been what the you know budgets always cut in that regard anyway but now now you can't even do that because you know because i mean just because of covid in general you can't be gathering around that kind of aspect nonetheless yeah absolutely and i just remember it like when i thought of school for me growing up, sports was just a natural part sure. of that. Or extracurricular yes. was a natural part of that. And so when you say school, you literally now mean just schooling, yes. the educational part. Yes. Sports is like its own beast. There's like no they have to handle activities. it some other way or you know, the approach is totally different. And even if they do have uh, sports yeah. uh, this year, which I do, I, I think eventually they'll figure it all out. Sure. Um, I just think for right now, we're still kind of in a mini panic mode. Yes. Um, it's currently September. Uh, it'll be mid-September when this gets released, and there's 
there's no vaccination. There's no uh, real end to this. And actually, they're talking about the second wave coming on. And so, you know, and they're finding out new things about this uh, so-called virus that is taking on different forms as it progresses and it has different stages. And it starts making its own adjustments. And it's like, what is going on right now? Hmm. Um, And so you have that worry, right? Uh, but just to go back to the whole family situation, uh, there's, there's, you know, full-time parents who both work away from the home. I know me and my wife, my wife works about 35, 40 minutes away from home, and I'm about an hour away from yeah. home, right? And so in opposite directions. Sure. Um, and so it was a complete um, challenge for us, and still is. I mean, we're still in our first week, and so we're still figuring things out. And we're trying to see more so... You know, because here's the thing, because you can come up with a solution or a proposed solution that you think is going to work, yeah. and you give it that first week or two, and you realize this is not going to work. Yes. This is not sustainable, no. right? And so you got to start to figure other things out. Um, so what is the situation with, I guess, James is in first grade, I guess, right? Yes, yes. So what is, like, is it all remote at this point? Like, what is... Yeah, so his whole thing is all remote. Um, we have someone that's able to do the uh, the work with him. Okay. And so we figured him out. And then, obviously, K- the, the my younger son is not in school, per se. He was in, you know, uh, like a nursery or whatever. Okay. Like um, the, the, whatever, the pre... Whatever. Yes, exactly. What, the pre Prior to that, yeah. Um but right right now it's it's fine with the you know his situation's fine with just the babysitter because sure. it's not you know affecting of course the babysitter's like you know reading stuff with him and trying to teach him things but, but it's, it's not, not like, like a curriculum yes yeah. exactly there's no um you want to expand your kids your child's brain no matter what sure. uh, in a positive way when it comes to education anyway uh, so that's us okay um we have a couple plans like a plan b i should say sure. maybe a plan c a very fuzzy plan c i should say um plan b is not 100 percent solid i would say it's probably 70 to 80 percent uh but it's like a direction you don't want to go right and now you're now you're now you're facing real life decisions that have to be made that are going to affect us for however long this is going to like seriously affect us you know what i'm saying um whether it's financially whether it's uh relationship wise um you know it's not easy. So what we're kind of going based off of, because we've never experienced this before, was the tail end of his last uh, semester Mm -hmm. when he was finishing off uh, kindergarten. And believe it or not, he legit had like two to four hours worth of work every single day to complete. Hmm. Uh, You know, and it was just like, whatever it was, the last month or month and a half, whatever that was, to to, to ride out. might have been longer than that, and I apologize if it is. It might have been three months to ride out um, to finish his school year. So, and it was only a pass or fail. Obviously he passed, but it was just, it was a very, very, very odd adjustment because you got to understand, especially at that young age, we're prepping them. And I'm sure it's odd for everybody. I, I can only speak from my experience though. Right. And so we prepped him, you know, all these years for kindergarten, right. Mm. And what to expect and what you do. And I'm sure other parents do this for yeah. junior high and high school and you're going to yeah. be switching you classes. That next level. And, yes. Whatever that next level is, you're kind of talking to your kid about what your experience is and what you think and then whatever the materials or information that's you know bestowed upon you you can then read through and then kind of explain and talk it through right and so you're you're talking your kid up with all this stuff 
and it's the first time. I mean, James been in, in and out of or in school basically since he was a baby. So it wasn't real like a huge adjustment. The homework part, I think, was yeah, sure um, that was something he's never had. Um, so he's learning all day always, throughout school because it was always activities. I guess if anything before, but it wasn't really like school work per se. Yes, exactly. Um, and so once we finally feel like you find a flow, mm. right? Then the whole thing, because it takes it. more than a year. Give me a break, right? Yeah. I mean, especially with a five-year-old, six-year-old, yes. you know? Um, and so we started feeling out, like, what our role was uh, when I got home and whoever mm. got home first would start cooking. And then whoever came back, you know, whatever would start, you know, start James with his homework. Like, we started to have, like, a flow. Um, and, 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 and once we started having that, and all of a sudden, like I said, everything kind of got jacked up. Um and again, we're, we're a household of, you know, uh, myself, my wife, so two parents, we're both working parents, to top it off, we're essential workers, meaning we didn't get laid off, we continued to work throughout the whole uh, situation, we continue to work full time uh, throughout the whole situation. Thank God we have jobs, uh, we're very grateful for the opportunity uh, and the opportunities that we continue to have and we're embracing them. Um, and like I said, we're very grateful for them. Um, that being said, that doesn't mean it's easy, right? Um, and so, you know, there's some people who have the opportunity to, you know, work from home. But work from home doesn't mean, you know, do the exact same thing you're doing at work just at home, yeah. right? Some people have like a way more laxed schedule when they're, quote, working from home. I mean, they're probably doing 50%, sure. some even 25 to 30%. Yeah. Some maybe even lower. I don't know. Um, but it, it kind of keeps a body in the seat because it really, it was more supposed to be a temporary thing. And so yes. a lot of times there really wasn't a quote game plan, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and if there was, it was a very shallow one. There wasn't nothing really deep behind it because when this whole thing started, they would just say there's going to be a month. So then it was like, all right, you could work remotely for a month. Yeah. Uh, and then they said like, Oh, another month. All right, let's just finish off yeah. the quarter. And then you know, expanded to from a couple weeks. To yeah, months, and months then all and of a sudden they're like, "Well, we're not we're not as productive, right, mm. as we once were." And and so there's many businesses and companies that had to make adjustments, readjust, sure. still bring people back in, um, and that kind of thing. And and then you get the whole panic situation when it comes to work. And so you know, being a quote essential worker, yeah, um, you're you're face to face with this literally every single day yes. and i only say that because you know something that that, that can that can really drive up some people you know uh, up a wall because it's like oh my goodness like we're constantly and then stress people out really yeah um and, and and so you have to you have to really there were so many adjustments that we had to make and we're still making and then all of a sudden this whole you know the whole thing with the school situation was yeah. like wow what, what you know what happens when you know somebody is on a special project in a state uh, where they know nobody and they just bring their family just to be with their family. And it's like, no, now what, what do they do in those situations? Huh. And I'm sure people are out there listening. You have your solutions, but it just, you have to understand there's people have different situations yeah. and not someone could just quit their job, just, you know, and, and come home and just start teaching their, their, their child. It, yeah. It's a little bit more difficult and complex than just that. You got, you know, the single parents or, um, there's grandparents taking care of their, their yes. grandchildren. And, and so they're, they're not, they might not be as savvy with yes. the computers and they're trying to help their, you know, and I'm sure they want to help, but it's yeah. frustrating. It's difficult. It's different. I mean, they it's new been in school for who knows how many years. At and that they've point. been out of school for the last 50, 60 years. And it's like, all right, well, I mean, 
So like, one of the first things on the first days on social media all over the place was, well, getting started was a complete disaster. And yes. everyone said that because by the time we started to get a, uh, you know, you, you kind of have like these web conferences um, and, and conference calls. And, and I don't care what anyone says. You can explain something all you want until you actually start physically doing it and sh- yep. like actually going through the process. More questions are going to come up because it's not as easy as, you know, as a, you know. Click it and, and go. Or it depends on the person who's explaining. Some people are really good at sure. bullet points and, yeah, per, you know, pound for pound, this is exactly what exactly happened, sure. you know. Uh, but not every, you got to understand, too, when you're explaining something to thousands of people yeah. who are parents of these children it's a message or the, the detail is going to get lost in the sauce somewhere yes. in there and okay. so to go in their defense it's not an easy task either sure. right i think there was some stuff of i think a lot of people using zoom zoom went down like during like the first right. day of like a lot of people school days so it was like that made an extra disaster on top of a disaster the best part about technology you know they say that it's it's great it's technology it's you know it, it's it's the best thing the, the worst thing about technology is that it's technology it's the worst thing you know <laughs> and because it can go both ways yes. right it's the most wonderful thing and it's the most terrifying thing if sure. everything starts going haywire yeah, especially if absolutely. you're not sure if things were saved on a hard drive properly or things like oh, that yeah. or it works you know what i mean um but but anyway so uh, the uh, here's another thing with with the whole technology thing and this guy brought up you know it was like part of the conference call that they have with all the parents and stuff like that and he brought up a great um point he said you know my daughter knows everything we don't have like a touchscreen laptop at home we don't mm-hmm. have a touchscreen anything at home we have just a regular old school laptop like, might have been even like a like a like a notebook or a netbook what are they called yeah some of that um you know, like one of these Chromebook things, but yes. not like the touchscreen ones. Yeah, yeah. And now you're giving my six-year-old a iPad. Um, oh, okay. She might adjust fast. I don't know. But is there like a learning curve here? Like, how do I prepare someone? They, you know, maybe they didn't have the, you know, the the finances to afford something like that, and they can't really prepare your you're just kid. Just throwing higher. Well, I mean, a, a different ty- type of technology at them. Yeah. That they're not used to. It was a great question. Hmm. Um, you know, and, and with that, and then they, the single parent thing come, uh, came through and every, and then all of a sudden you start hearing all these questions. You started to realize everyone is facing some kind of difficulty yes. with this whole transition. Yeah. Just to go back though, on, on the first day post, it was, it was incredible to see even parents who are teachers for not their kids, but for other grades mm. or other school districts, possibly they're even struggling with you know, their children's stuff when it came to technology wise, I should say, um, you know, like I said, people were like, well, that was a complete disaster of day, but we figured it out. We, we send a couple text messages, we send a couple emails, phone calls, whatever the, you know, and I'm sure their, their emails were getting bombarded. So, Mm -hmm. um, once all that kind of got situated, they're kind of up and grooving. It's just like anything, right? Let's be honest. It was kind of like when we all went from flip phones to uh, smartphones. Yes. And yes, there was a little uh, pushback, a resistance. There's going to be a little bit of resistance there, right, in, in that transition. Sure. There's a learning curve, of course. And, if, and, you know, and maybe this was something hopefully we can look back at and say, wow, I mean, that was definitely a learning experience. And yeah. hopefully we can turn it into something positive. Right now, we're still in the beginning stages. It's yes. kind of bizarre. Everything is strange. Uh, and here's here's why I think the whole thing is off, you know, Cra- you know crazy right like mm. it's just wild 
is because it happened unexpectedly. Sure. Is I think that's more of what it is than a thing that's forced as you know, the school districts have been talking about this for the last five years and in preparation of transitioning yeah. to a virtual school, right? And it's like, no, this was all just kind of forced down your throat because they're trying to deal with the situation themselves. Yes. Uh, again, you really can't blame them. I'm not saying that every school district dealt with it perfectly, but I'm yeah. saying it's not easy. And like we said, there's thousands of students that they have to help tran- go through this transition. Yes. And they're not trying to lose students over this, right? And so I'm pretty sure that they are trying their best to accommodate everyone uh, in the best you know, way, shape, or form. Here's another thing. I have a, my wife and I have uh, you know, employers that are very flexible and sure. understanding. That, that, that is not always the case yes. with everybody. Some people, you have to be at work. Like that's it, it's do or die. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Uh, there's trades where if you don't show up to work, you don't get paid. Like literally, there's yeah. no there's no PTO day, right? There's yeah. no sick day. There's no, and so you have those folks, right, who are dealing with that, who may or may not ha- have to take off the day to help transition their child for at least the first week or so, yeah. and, you know, maybe a couple of days they had to take off and, and take it from there. So you have that whole you know group of folks who that definitely cannot be easy. Um, and then, like I said, and for, for the healthcare workers, um, you're already, your whole entire day had that additional or still has that additional stress because of just the environment, what the pandemic is, yeah. it's a, it's a virus and it's, you know, and it's uh, human centered. Um, and then the spread, and then you can, you can start like panicking thinking like, Oh my God, I don't want to bring this home to my family and whatever. Yes. And so you have like these added, uh, stressors. On top of now, I got to figure out this whole school thing. Because here was the thing: it wasn't like in March they're saying, "Oh, prepare to go virtual uh, in September." Like I don't care what anyone says. If someone said that, that was just either they're predicting the future, they knew something we didn't know. But not everyone was saying that, no. and so they were kind of stringing us along with a little hope here, a yeah, little so hope there. It was constant back and forth of, oh, you know, you know, of there being in-person classes, which obviously. Schools in general, whether it be, you know, grade school or college has been, it seems like an unmitigated disaster, but in terms of, like, not people prepared, even though it seems like it should have been prepared, like, it should have been, like, some kind of talk of almost being completely 100% your virtual to begin with. At least that should have been, like, like you'd have an ABC plan. That should have been, like, yeah. some portion of that, some some portion of it of, yeah, maybe we can't bring people back into the, into the school building at all. Yeah. I could tell you, and if someone did... Good for you, but I can I could almost guarantee the majority of people did not. No, absolutely not. How do you think the kids will take it? It probably depends on what level you're at. I mean, yeah. and it depends on because I know some of my coworkers they have like they have children all grade levels. One's like third or fourth grade, and one's like high school and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like high school is easier because obviously you I mean you you know the routine. You can log in. You have the ability to log in and comprehend everything that's going on. So you understand what's going yeah. on. You can you can go to classes and you you understand the aspect. When you have third, fourth grade or you know obviously James first grade, that's a way different experience because you're not used to that one and two is like something that's hard enough for teachers I think to keep the kids in check normally. Yeah. It's like because they're kids, they're five, six, seven year olds, whatever. They're trying to be. They're going to be kids. I mean, yeah. In a school environment, it's probably. I'm sure it's different. But you're at home. You're comfortable, and you know you get a little, you know, easy with the technology. It's like, oh, you know, the the video's on. I'm going to go run around or something like that. Some oh, kids, one hundred percent. And it's like, so I'm sure it's a harder transition to just stay at home and like be 
mandated to be sitting in front of a computer at, at quote unquote school all day long. When you come home, it's to, it's to, I guess, whatever, your after school stuff and, you know, playtime and also whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, I'm like going through the, the my process, uh, you know, myself and you're, you're, you nailed it. I think it's more of the well, older, I, I, I think, again, I'm not a, you know, a teenager and a student at this point and how I'm handling it. I think the schooling is one thing, right? But I think there's that social aspect that is going to be yes, that, way different and just not there. It's just a missing link. Sure. Well, I think to some degree, I mean, some parts of that are in play. Because I mean, obviously, when we in school, there wasn't a FaceTime and all that. Some people used to doing that. Like, yeah, they're kind true. of virtual, like socializing that's anyway. True. Obviously, people have games that they talk to and all that, like or you know, some social media. We didn't yes. have social media growing None up. None that existed. Yeah. So obviously, school was where you saw your friends, where you hung out, whatever, for a little bit afterwards, and you came home and you know did whatever. And but so there's some version of that. At least the older kids understand. Like school, like James, I don't know James, like oh, I like my best friends and stuff like that. And he's like, he's not gonna be able to do that every day. And I'm yeah. sure, obviously, he just got some kind of technology, or whatever. So he's do that, but I don't know. He's he has the ability to do all like Facetimes and all that stuff, whatever. Or his or even his friends have that because they might be different levels of responsibility. Yes, of being able to withhold that tech, kind of technology without you know breaking and all that stuff, whatever. Of course. So it's like it, it depends on level of maturity and all that stuff, whatever. What they're how they're gonna handle that part of it. Yeah, and I, I think I think uh, you know it creates different um, environments. And what about the environment that's not healthy already to begin with at home? Yeah. What sure. if the home? Uh, what if the home environment isn't a safe place for a kid, and now they're forced to be there? Sure. Um, yeah, unfortunately, and then what? What then? You know, and there, there's situations. That's what I'm saying. Like I know we're missing a million different scenarios here and and i apologize if we miss yours that's that's not the intent the our intention is to say that there are a bunch of scenarios whether we mentioned them or not um and everyone brings its own bag of difficulty um and its challenges to overcome and whether it's the parents the child the parents and the children combined um there is stress that this adds that is unprecedented. And I'm not saying that we can't go through it. And I'm not saying, we're, there, there, of course, there's going to be growing pains. And I'm not saying that we're sitting here crying like a bunch of babies. But like I did mention previously is that this was just put on us. It wasn't like it was a, you know, like a thing where we can choose. Uh, well, we couldn't anyway in our, in our, in our situation. Because I know, yeah, there were some schools that I heard that like you had the option to either, you know, do, at least start off remotely. Because I think that was the initial option was, right. oh, you started remotely until like October, whatever, the first couple months of whatever school was. And then you, I guess, transition back into school yeah, or something like that's that. That's the plan. But they've also said that this is all going to be situated, you know, months ago. And so is this another way of, you know, just stringing us along just to whatever and transition to whatever they actually have planned for this? Yeah. And we were all supposed to quarantine for a couple of weeks. So. Right. And so <laughs> if you later. accept it in the beginning. That's what I'm trying to say. And so it's like acceptable. Yes. But, but if someone said, oh, you know, we got to do this for the next six years, you know, yeah. you're going to have a different reaction Which, uh, yeah. than if someone says, you know, for six months or, you know, whatever first semester first yeah. marking period whatever they call it um it's just totally different yes 100 percent. it's like because it's funny because like i mean like obviously we went to college and stuff it's like it's funny that like remote learning was luxury. luxury yeah and now that that's you have no option but to do that right because even like colleges are like that too it's like it everything's well they start they try to start off with in-person class and obviously just like the grade schools that went that became a whole disaster yeah i mean of course there's there's um, there, there's ton of private schools and stuff Same like that, that are, yeah. they, they have the ability to go in and whatever because they have it figured out maybe because they're 
the, the, the numbers, the, yeah. the, the, the student numbers are lower than your typical public school or sure. whatever. Um, so they, they, some people are not affected at all, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I do. I believe it depends on the guardians of the children, parents sure. and guardians. Um, the person who is actually going through the experience with the child and the child themselves, because sometimes, you know, maybe some kid, this is his dream. This is all he ever wanted. He just wanted to wake up, walk over to his desk or his computer or whatever, and go to school and, sure. and like that he's done and he or she is done. And maybe this is all they ever wanted. Right. And yeah. so, of course, there's people out there loving this. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that this is it's it's 100 percent a negative mm. thing. No. I do think that we can learn from it. I do think that there's aspects of this. I also do think that in this learning environment, this type of learning environment, it's stretching us to become, uh, you know, you know again, a better version of ourselves. Sure. In a sense, yep. in a sense, to adaptability. Yes. Right. And having the, you know, like I said, the situation was kind of put on us instead of us choosing it. Right. Um, and now you have to adapt. You have to work within the and this whole the yes, and this whole survival of fittest thing starts coming back almost like into like real light right in front of your face even though you know it's kind of there mm. um this is like in your face um and and you know and, and i truly do believe it, it creates a, a larger divide in our society i truly do um beyond the schooling part and that's what i always say you know college isn't all necessarily about the education obviously that's the big part and you want to you know you know, successfully get the experience that you need for you, whether that's getting a degree or not getting a degree or leaving after the first uh, marking period or semester or whatever, or, mm. or staying for the however many years it takes you. I, I, that's not my, you know, I think every individual is on their own path. I feel the same way with spirituality. Mm. Um, it's not my job to judge that, right? Sure. But whatever that experience, you know, is, I say it's more than just the schooling. Mm. For me, college was, yes, I went to Temple University, loved Temple University, loved the city of Philly, right? Mm. But obviously the people I met, you know, priceless, right? But that experience of living on my own, although yeah. it's in a bubble, you're, you're in a bubble. When you're in a dorm yeah. room, I'm sorry, you're not really living on your own, bro. You're, this is a bubble, okay? And yes. you'll realize that, that once you get out of that bubble, you're like, holy smokes, I kind of had it made still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, more so if you have full rides or you know scholarships of some sort but if you st if you know you're paying you know for college yourself or whatever you yourself not your parents had it all saved yeah. up and paid for i'm saying at one point you're gonna owe that you're gonna have this tremendous debt right you, that's what i'm saying the approach to everything changed the way i view money changed the way i view relationships changed the way i handled just life in general completely changed that was all the experience. The yes. education was a whole other thing, yeah. which I also gained, obviously, right? Sure. And all the knowledge. And so that's 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 part of me is kind of like what's they're being stripped from. Yeah. And hopefully this is temporary, but I do feel like even if it's just on recess, James being able to hang out with kids his age. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Just even if they're running around playing tag, running around playing baseball or basketball or whatever. That is they've been has been taken from them. And yeah. that's what kills me more because it's like, it's more than the education. The experience is every, just eating lunch is, you learn so much of what people eat, what they pack, yeah. you know? And it's like, uh, the conversations you have over food and it kind of almost develops like this thing on who we then become later on in life. You know what I'm saying? And expands the, his obviously mind frame outside of, oh, always seeing mommy, daddy and, and you know, yeah. your, your brother and sisters and stuff like that. So. Right, exactly. 
Um, and I, you know, and, and then kind of like the same thing, kind of that prep, right? That prep, like you get up, get up early in the morning and it's just a routine mm. and maybe the routine and how we look at things obviously has to change because this whole thing is just, um, completely different. Um, you know, and going back to the whole parent thing and, and, the the stressors that are on them what about the business owners right oh yeah there's business owners who lost their businesses who dang near lost their businesses throughout this process sure. who 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 are completely struggling whose income went to half a fourth a fifth the eighth whatever um those people have kids those people have families you know what i'm saying and so that the you know, not everyone has the ability to just quickly transition into this. And that's what yeah. I'm trying to say is this whole survival of the fittest thing. You kind of have to scramble and, and, and figure it out. Uh, and you have to. Mm. It's really, you don't have a choice. That's what I'm saying. It's forced on us. And now it's like, if you don't figure it out, you know, n now, now you're a failure for something that was technically not your fault. So, so to, to kind of switch gears a little bit. Do you think this is sustainable? Do you think virtual schooling will be something forever? Do you think certain schools will just keep this transition? Some will go back to regular, you know, on-site schooling. Do you think that they'll do the hat, like the schedule, like the AB schedule, where it's like three days on-site, you know, two days virtually? That seems like the most, at least in the near future, that seems like the most likely solution. I guess. Yeah. I guess if once things get under control. Yeah. I mean, virtual schooling is probably an eventuality of, you know, down the line, but not when it's thrust upon that, you you know, have to figure it out on the fly. Yeah. But I mean, I, I would assume, even, even like, obviously, like we both work in healthcare, it's like tele, telemed is like, I mean, that was always kind of around, but it's been, it's a lot more ubiquitous now than it ever yeah. was before. So it was like, it seems like those types of at least partial in and out seems to be the most imminent. I yes, guess. absolutely. Um, I think it's huge too. I think we're at a crucial time in parenting, um, where you are, your child is seeing you more than ever sure. handle stress, probably yeah. more than ever. I mean, of course there's different kinds of situations and not everyone's, you know, situations the same. And so I think it's very important to highlight the importance of our approach, regardless of it's our fault or not. But the card that the card that we're dealt yeah. to do the best to appropriately play that card to the best of our ability. Yeah. Listen, we're not all going to make the right decisions. We're not all going to you know have the best approach uh, or make you know or say the the right things all the time. But I think it's important to highlight, at least highlight it, and 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 bring it to the forefront to raise an awareness that your children are watching you, listening to yeah. you. Um, and, and very carefully, cause now they're more sensitive than ever to yeah. everything. Yes. Um, and I think it's a crucial moment and time in parenting would be my tip, I guess, to say to all the parents out there, you know, you probably already thought of this. I'm just saying, you know, for, you know, may maybe someone's about to have a child now and it's not something that they necessarily are thinking about at times like this or times of crisis everyone's emotions and feelings are hypersensitive whether that's good or bad they just are hypersensitive so they're super sensitive to what is going on but what i would say is they're watching your every move 
way more than ever um, because they see everyone around them panicking. Mm. They see everyone around them complaining. They see everyone around them um, move different. And so if you're going to move different, if you're going to approach different, just have the understanding or the awareness, the heads up that your kids are watching because they're going to be um, a future better, uh, a future version of you. Hopefully, better. That's all. What, that's what I always pray for that my kids can stand on my shoulders and then start their, you know, their their beautiful lives. But I just felt the need or the the, the compulsion to say that. I don't know why. <laughs> it was just like on my mind, um, and it might have been a situation that happened at my own house that made me think. I'm like, wow. I mean, that's kind of stuff we talk about all the time. Anyway, in terms generalities of like, yeah. you know, everybody in general are watching you, but now it's your children who you have the hugest influence on. Now you you are home a lot more with them just because of the situation it is. So it's like, yeah, so it's understandable yeah. that I guess it needs to be in, in, in emphasized to some degree. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, th- those are the ones you're really, you know, forming for the future. Yes. Um, you know, w- one of the biggest things was school shopping this year. And so we didn't need, we needed school supplies, obviously, you needed needed things, right? You needed supplies, but it just wasn't the same, because now my wife's with this thing where um, if one of us home, and there's no real true need to bring the kids along, we could just leave them with whatever parent that's there, whether it's myself or her, Um, where typically it'd be like, you know, if we're going shopping for them, whatever, let them come along and pick out, you know, certain Mm. things, Um and this year was more of kind of like we we still didn't know kind of really what to expect. So we got like bare minimum things and we we're trying to like have him, you know, have, you know, give him a say in, you yeah. know, certain things and a color of a folder. But it still was different. Right. But, and it's even, just off. Even like with like always like towards the middle of the summer, it's like, oh, back to school sales and stuff. Yeah. It seemed like that was I mean, non-existent. Yes. It was like whatever stuff like you watch dinner, like TV during dinner and stuff like that was like or around that time. You see at least more of the commercials. It seemed like it happened in a split second, and there was like back to school sale, and that was it. it was like there yeah. was, you saw like a couple commercials. That was like a very short period of time, and it was weird. I just think that, no, what the official word was going to be that it just constantly was. It's constantly changing every Still, single yeah. day, and so that's where we're just like, well, let's just get the minimum stuff. Like whatever the list is, we'll get it. Yeah. Uh, but typically, we kind of get like two of everything, and you yeah. know, three of this and four of that. You know, and it was like. Dang, I remember, you know, like last year or whatever it was, like you had to help bring in, like everyone was pitching in for um, uh, tissues. Mm. And so you had to bring in like boxes of tissues for, you know, five boxes of tissues so your kid would have it at least yeah. for the semester or whatever. It was like little things like that. You don't, obviously it's good in the sense that you, you don't have to spend the money on it, but sure. still it was like, you just felt that there, there was, was something bit, missing. Yes, there was a little bit of, of those little enjoyments, I guess, the, um of like, oh, you know, the new little milestones and stuff like that too, of like, oh, going to a new grade or, you know, getting a new book backpack or whatever yeah. it is, all, the, all your new stuff. That and same thing with the back, even with the backpack, we showed them backpack like online. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 but like we still went, I still went and got it. Yeah. Like he didn't go with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I went and got it. Um, and, and his lunchbox, it was just, and then I just gave it to him. He's like, oh, this is awesome. Like he loved it. Yeah. But the experience was so different than what I've, my entire life I've known I've yeah. always gone my my son my my James obviously he's, it hasn't been that long but he's he came with us anytime we went shop because it's his it's for him you I yeah. want we want him to pick it out I want to have fun it's an experience old family and, uh, going back to what you're saying like the social thing I was like oh you got a new lunchbox and like oh show your kids oh, yeah like, you know yeah. what superhero whatever it is on the box and like right 
get all excited about it and then that that is now gone to whatever too right and so you you have all that stuff that's just like and maybe hopefully this is just like an awkward like year or whatever and i don't sure. know if that was the best approach i don't know we everything is so new we're just honestly just doing the best that we can for what the situation is yeah and we're trying to keep um you know, not to overreact on things. Sure. Trying to keep like a cool head as much as possible because um, I, I don't know what the quote, the, you know, norm is or for everyone because everyone's norm is different. But this is definitely changing our everyday lives yes. uh, in a major, major way. Um, and so, w- whether it's trying to keep things quote as normal as possible through the transition, I think that's what's yeah. most healthiest. I do. I'm not saying that we don't change everything I'm, maybe we do have to change everything and maybe we will but i think it's important that through the transition be at least as abrasive as possible yes well because it's setting a foundation for whatever whatever new version of like that normal is going to be yeah and maybe that that in itself is a bad approach i don't know w- what if you know a cold change just like that to snap a finger is what's needed yeah. Or what should the lesson be? I don't know. Again, that's just a parenting style, and I feel like that's up to everyone else's. That's yeah. to everyone's discretion as to what your approach is. Yeah. But what I was mentioning earlier is as much as possible put into the consider put in your child put in your child into consideration with the with these decisions that you're making, the things yeah. that you're saying, how you're uh, um, you know, approaching things and, and acting around them, mm. it's affecting them. The same way if your kid goes to school and, if, and you know, there's a kid who's not so nice and he start, they start to become friends, all of a sudden your kid's throwing the spitballs and, you know, chucking, the, you know, breaking, you yeah. know, pencils over someone's, you know, uh, leg or whatever it is. And you're mm. like, what? What is going on? Where did you learn this from? You know, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, when you, you, everyone's seen the little kid walk around and say a bad word. Sure. And you're like, dude, you're not even in school. Yeah. Obviously, you learned that at home. You know what I'm saying? You become your own bad influence. Right. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's a chin check for everybody. Sure. It really is. Um, you kind of got to look in the mirror yourself. Yeah. And it's like, understand that your child is also going yeah. through this. Don't hang out the wrong crowd, but the only crowd is your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. And so, and so the, the, the future is, uh, who knows, but I, I think that's my biggest thing is, you know, keep your spouse, uh, you know, on your mind and, and, yeah. and try to keep everything as healthy as possible. Keep your children on their mind and those people around you, man, you don't know what people are going through, sure. whether it's financially, okay. relationally, some people probably got divorced over this. Some people probably oh. split up over this. Uh, businesses were lost, uh, lives were obviously lost, which is, you know, it's even, it's even a, a more yeah. horrific thought. Yes. And, and there's people are going, everyone's going through something. Yeah. And, and I think it's important to be mindful, right? And just to notice that. And that's it. As long as you notice it and you're mindful, um, and, and, and just be kind. Um, this is a very stressful time for everyone involved. I, I don't care if you thought you had everything figured out. This thing is so unpredictable that even if you had everything figured out up till now, tomorrow might throw you for a loop. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so be grateful for what you have. Put love on everyone uh, You know that's around you. Be kind. Uh, we will get through this. It's not going to be easy. It hasn't been easy. Sure. It's definitely a major transition and shift in humanity for sure. It's a world issue. It's a worldwide issue. And so we're 
we're hoping that the shift is something towards towards something positive. Um, and if we kind of keep the you know the the thoughts in that light, I think together we'll overcome. Everyone do their role, play their part. Um, I think we'll be all right. Mm. All right. So uh, with that being said, we like to wrap things up with quotes. Uh, and the first one is by Alan Watts. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. And the second one is from Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an action, but a habit. New school. In this episode, the crew covers topics that range from virtual schooling, scheduling, learning and teaching, the coronavirus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Alan Watts and Aristotle. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>